You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Let's go racing drivers! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Here we go, 402. It's Central on the radio, 3 to 5. It's the drive. It's what we do almost every Friday. Every Friday when I'm here. Ha, ha, ha. Back from a great trip. To Long Beach Grand Prix and um, had a lot of fun uh, announcing the AFCS uh, Sprint Car Show down in Callahan a couple weeks ago. That was that was good stuff. Sammy Swindell uh, up to his nasty stuff. I, I just I have to mention this because um, I, I, I've not been here. I say I got here in the early two thousands, so some of my drag racing uh, m- memory stuff may be a little nitro. You know, you, you you breathe enough of that big green cloud, uh, it does crazy stuff uh, to your brain. But a very, very loyal listener and good friend, uh, Keith sent me a message during the break and corrected me, correctly corrected me, and said Tommy Johnson never did junior dragsters here. He was already into funny cars. Well, I believe that. If anybody knows it's Keith, my bad. God, I've been on the air here for 22 years, and I'm... I didn't make a mistake. I was just mistaken. But thanks, Keith. I know you're a loyal listener and uh, appreciate all you do and all the support that you give us. But uh, I, I know for some reason, and I, but I, I believe, and Keith will probably correct me, but TJ spent a lot of time here. And I know his, his previous wife, uh, Melanie Troxell, was from here. And a very, very, very good racer, a great gal, and now in a very successful real estate career. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just a crazy person behind the mic. And Mike's not even here. Some interesting... You like that, Sid? That's a good joke. That's a dad joke. Yeah. Uh, One thing that was interesting in Long Beach that, that really... Kind of well, it was weird. Um, the IndyCar series had to come to the support of two of its its drivers, Callum Eilat and Augustine Campanino. Augustine Campanino from Argentina, Argentina. Uh, and then Paddle Ward and Scott Dixon had a situation, allegedly because of this. And they, 1,500 comments aimed at Callum and his loved ones on social media. And the whole thing, I'm not going to go into every gory detail because it's, it's, it's laborious. But uh, unfortunately, uh, and Callum and Augustine are, are teammates at Juco's Hollinger Racing. And Campanina is, as I say, a, a, a rookie from Argentina. And these guys are pretty good. I believe that uh, Augustine was racing super late models in Argentina. A little bit different than an IndyCar. But an on-track situation happened. 
And then Pato Ward and Scott Dixon got together. Uh, Pato kind of, well, frankly, he, he, he dive-bombed Dixon, I believe, to the right-hander going to the backstretch. I think that's seven, if memory serves me correct. And with the people I was watching with in the suite, on the big screen, the replay, we all thought that there'd be a penalty for avoidable contact, but none was coming. But IndyCar had to come to the, to the re- not so much rescue, but these guys, um, I mean, they had massive amount of, I mean, death threats. That's unbelievable. And I, I, I can't remember what one of the scribes called, uh, like, keyboard terrorists or whatever that were typing all these Twitter things. and But that's just unbelievable. I mean, I know society's gone crazy. But to unleash stuff like that, to two IndyCar drivers is just and and IndyCar stood right up and basically said, you know, we're having none of this. And I don't know if they were talking about some type of action or what I, I don't know what all that means. But that's just unbelievable. Um it uh yeah. It just makes me scratch my head. But, like I say, the world's gone mad, so what the heck. There was a movie that came out many decades ago called It's a Mad, Mad World. Pretty funny movie. It was probably, I don't know, young. It just, I'm still scratching my head over this. I just, it, it's, it's pretty tough stuff. You can find it on, um, on, uh, on Twitter. Or you can go, you can just Google it. It's all over the place. So, on a lighter side, whew, God, it saved me from myself. Most successful uh, Long Beach Grand Prix since the merger. 200,000 people there this past weekend. And boy, if you saw my pictures on my Facebook page or on t- uh, Twitter, I was just, I mean, it was just jam-packed. Uh, every hotel, for as far as you can see, was sold out. And at ridiculous, I mean, four to 500 a night, three-night minimum, downtown Long Beach. Uh, but 2023, and it wasn't that long ago. It, 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 well, it, it seems like it was forever ago. Um. When, I mean, the pandemic first started to happen early in 2020, we all thought, okay, yeah. And I remember when it started to get a little, little weird, I'm thinking, well, they'll push the Grand Prix back a few weeks. And, you know, four or five weeks, this whole thing will be over, like a bad flu. Boy, was I wrong. And, uh, yeah, the most successful since 2008. That was cool. I did a great interview with Jim McHaley and the president of a Long Beach Grand Prix. That is also my Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Known him a long time. Back when he was the executive producer of the Toyota Atlantic Championship 
when I raced back with Champ Car in the early 90s. And Canada's done a hell of a job. Just crazy. I mean, and then a good friend of mine who was a sponsor partner in my racing efforts, uh, Bud Moeller, uh, racing his Williams, XKK Rosberg Williams in the Formula One uh, revival. Man, to see 10 of those Formula One cars, V12s, V10s, V8 Cosworth, I mean, it was unbelievable. And the sights and sounds brought me back to, you know, the 70s when I first started going to the Long Beach Grand Prix. Pretty cool weekend. Uh, it is Race Central, the radio. Thank you, Mr. KD, for your comments. Keeping me on point because I'm very loosely formatted. But I wasn't sure I was going to go to the Mile High this year. But obviously, have to. I'm going to drag Sid the Kid up there and and probably do some TV stuff and talk to Johnny Sr. And uh, do a nice little TV show as a tribute. So what can I say? It's Race Central on the radio. When it comes time to go shopping, support the people that support us. Coyote Motorsports, Cole Pars Hobby Town, our new sponsor, and North Star Liquor Superstore. Five stars on Yelp. Yeah. Drive a little, save a ton. NorthStarLiquor.com. I'll probably come back with some kind of nonsense after this. Sid, the kids bumping out over there. Welcome back to the showgram. It is Race Central on the radio every Friday from 3 to 5. It's The Drive. Also uh, streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. And, uh, yeah, what can I say? It's good to be back home. Even though I'm not even going to, I'm not going to, you know. <sighs> How I long for some spring, summer, something. Um, so, uh, Keith popped back in my, my drag racing, uh, he said, TJ, yeah, he, TJ used to come here as a kid. I knew that. I knew that. That's maybe that's why I was thinking junior dragster, but, uh, he was already in alcohol funny cars and Tommy, I told Tom, I told this to Tommy, I want to say it was three to four years ago. Now he'd never won here on the hogback. And he was uh, talking during media day because he was a Don Schumacher driver, and it's a Mopar race. So, obviously, you get a heavy dose of more parts. And I, we're yucking it up after lunch, and I said, TJ, I got a feeling, man. I just got a feeling. And I said, that's all I'm going to say. But I have, I've had that feel, feeling with Leah before, and it played out last year. Um, but I said, Tom, I just got a feeling. Sure enough, he uh, put the put the put the wally on top of the flopper. I'm gonna be sad. But, uh, I don't know. You know, it's a tough business, and they work so hard at making it perfect. I just, um, you know, sporting does a great job. The whole family and everything. You know, senior now playing golf. You know, let let the the fam run the whole deal. It's a lot of a lot of effort, and to do a startup. In today's world, I'd be surprised. But who knows? You know, stranger things have happened. But uh, I just know how, how hard it is to do what they do and to do it to the level of confidence what they do it. Tough deal. So we'll see what happens. Um, 
Interesting story also about uh, Chase Elliott. Uh, Chase Elliott, they are now saying that Chase Elliott is, is maybe the Tiger Woods of NASCAR. Hmm, you say. Well, he's the most popular driver in NASCAR. And he is bringing through the, the Elliott lore thousands of new fans of NASCAR. So they needed to get him back in the car. I mean, right away. Who knows if the, the new contractor, if there's an addendum now saying no more snowboarding. But he says he's going to keep snowboarding. Okay. You know, he's won a championship. Most popular driver in NASCAR. Probably can write his own ticket. But they uh, they say that he is he is bringing tens of thousands of new fans to NASCAR. He's kind of dry. Uh, I, I like the Corey LaJoy jam myself. I wonder what Corey could do in a Hendrick car. Just Or I was going to say a Ganassi car, but whoops, or a track house car. Talk to Chip in Long Beach. Life is good for uh, CGR. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. Um, and they had a good finish in Long Beach. So, you know, second and third, if memory serves me correct, and Dreddy, boy, Kyle Kirkwood's victory in Long Beach. I, I, I there was a big sound of <sighs> when he crossed the finish line because Andretti Autosports has, has had tough sledding for quite a long time now. Quite a long time now. And especially in Long Beach. Little factoid Michael Andretti's first victory was way back in the, when it was the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. Long Beach, I mean, 30 years ago. So I know that they were very happy, say, my, very gr- grossly understated, mildly happy over there. Maybe the monkey's off their back. They need to be better. Um, but, you know, our good friend Bob Pachras has, has us even 10th ch- place. But it's a good sign for what's coming up. And let's hear from Bob Pachras. Thanks, Fox Sports, right here and right now. Pachris from Fox Sports and some fast thoughts following Kyle Larson's big win here at Martinsville. Second win of this year for him. His first career win at Martinsville. It's certainly a big day for him, but to me, the story was Chase Elliott. And I know what you're saying. You're saying you've heard enough of Chase Elliott. We, all we did was talk about Chase Elliott. But to me, what was big is that it would look like he's going to finish around 20th and steady finish 10. So what's the difference? You could say it's just 10 points, but to me, it's much, much bigger than that. To me, it shows that he was able to grind out and be his best at the end, and it gives him confidence. And you could say, well, Chase Elliott, he should have confidence. But anytime you're injured, it does make you question. And today he answered those questions that he could grind out 400 laps and be his best at the very end. He was upbeat after a 10th place finish. And if you know Chase Elliott, he isn't always upbeat after a 10th place finish. So I think this day today can go a long, long way to him having a good season. Thanks, Fox Sports. And, of course, our, our nasally-sounding good friend, <laughs> Bob Pachris. Uh His name came up a lot in, in Long Beach. It, it, the media, it, you know, every day we have a, a nice big lunch in the Dan Gurney Media Center. And race day is always King Taco Day. King Taco was one of the original sponsors back in the Formula 5000 days of the Long Beach Grand Prix in 75 and has always been there. And uh, you have to listen when the senior says when you know, people say, I see you have three different sauces. And he says, 
This is mild, this is hot, and this is very, very hot. Because I've seen people who are going to stroke out. Uh, with the very, I, I get the very, very hot. Those best street tacos I've ever had. I don't know where I was going with this. Right? Oh, so Apocris's name kept popping up. Um, popping with Apocris. Boy, maybe I should tell. I'm, you know what? If I tell Bob that, he'll, he'll probably rip me off. And that it'll be now these little vignettes will be popping with Apocris. And then I'll have to invoice Fox for like millions of dollars. It's like uh, STK. You're going to probably sue me over that someday. Oh, STK, you're probably going to sue me over that someday. Uh, uh, Chase Briscoe, maybe not so much. I really like the guy. I, I like the Mahendra commercials with he and uh, Tony. We'll get to the Tony Stewart story here in a minute. Um, but uh, let's hear from Chase right here and right now. Yeah, I mean, really, the last two weeks, I told Jamie uh, Little on the TV broadcast, maybe I need to break another finger. It's kind of been the turning point for us all year long. So, uh, yeah, I thought, you know, for sure, when I was in the lead there with 50 to go, you know, I was just cruising and driving away from you guys, and I really thought that we were, you know, in the catbird seat to, to win. And Nakasha came out and knew that I was still in a really good position just when we lost the lead. Obviously, that's where it all kind of went downhill, and it was just really hard to pass, so. Yeah, unfortunate, but, uh, you know, everybody knew we were here today. You know, we led over 100 laps and just had another really good, solid day, but obviously wish that we were locking ourselves in today. Why is it that worse? Why can't you guys, like, yeah, I would think maybe you'd be able to execute a bump and run and get somebody loose, but you really couldn't yeah. get there, could you? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple different things. You know, the power is so far down that, you know, there's no, like, you, you just mat it on exit. You know, there's not enough power to really like spin the tires i mean you have a little bit but it's not enough to like make a huge drastic change then you know like the xfinity cars and the trucks you can get really close to a guy's left rear and it literally wants to like almost spin them out where these cars don't do that the guy in front has zero disadvantage you know the the guy behind us has a disadvantage so it's extremely hard to do anything so i don't know what the fix is and i think a lot of it probably is the diffuser and things like that but you know more power would be an easy solution but you know obviously i feel like our hands are tied a little bit there yeah, I like I like he's a good interview. Had a fun time chatting with him uh, at Phoenix last year, uh, and also William Byron. I, you know, it's you know now yes, it was post race in Phoenix. The season was over, and I was asking him, you know, I was asking some hard questions, but you know, uh, we were laughing. A uh, little another footnote too, and because he, he's a teammate to, to Chase. Uh, when I asked William Byron, you know, what was the offseason, he goes, I'm going skiing. And I said, thought about going to Colorado? He said, that's where I, I said, that's where I'm from. He goes, you know, I haven't thought about that. But he did say, now that I think back at it, he goes, I know that's a, that's, that's a, a very cool thing for uh, for Chase. I, didn't even, I just remembered that. Ha! Huh. I had ESPN once again. We're going to talk to Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Hey, go see Brian up at Coyote Motorsports this weekend, a longtime partner with Race Central Radio and TV. They've got the they've got the stuff when the others don't. Denver's only star certified dealer, which means you have to have five star customer service. One of the nation's top CF Moto dealers. They got zero percent financing. I mean, who does that? Especially with the way things are going now, rates and stuff. Uh, go to Coyote Motorsports this weekend. Pick your Pick your new beauty beauty out, whether it's a Yamaha, whether it's a CF Moto. They got the e-bikes now. I've got one. I freaking love it. It's your one-stop shop for all things motorized. Coyote Motorsports, a short drive up I-25 to 
right there. 58th Avenue, turn right. Or CoyoteMotorsports.com. Also, Colpar's Hobbytown, two locations to serve you in the Denver Metro. The Superstore in Aurora is we like to call it Fred's Place. If they don't have it, it probably doesn't exist. Don't buy from the Internet. Get broken stuff or the wrong stuff. You have to fight to get your money back if you ever do. Go see the pros. It's Fred's Place. Colpar's Hobbytown. That's the spot. And North Star Liquors, Northern Colorado's superstore over 30,000 feet to serve you. Five stars on Yelp. And as one review said, they pretty much got everything. The place is spotless, and they pretty much got everything here you can eat. It's Race Central, the radio. We're going to dial up Photo Joe Star at BigWestRacing.com. Talk a little local Joe segment. Put a wrap on this damn radio show. Program. Don't look at me like that, Sid. You gave me, I, th- I thought you were going to like, that's a death stare. You scared me. It's Ray Central, the radio on RayCentralMedia.com. We may be back after this. Fix me. Can you read the signs? I'm in your way to Vegas, dirty. 31 minutes after the hour. Uh, little Stevie Nicks is not a bad uh, jam. I remember seeing Fleetwood Mac. As a kid. No? You're shaking your head? You don't believe me? That's the sad part. Sydney looks at me and goes, I do believe you. <laughs> so my youthful exuberance and, and, and shiny good looks have left me a long time ago, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, welcome back to the program. It is a Race Central Drive, 3 to 5. <clears throat> Here on the ivory tower of silliness for motorsports and business on the web at... Uh, RaceCentralMedia.com. Catch the latest TV shows, the video podcast with the omnipresent. And uh, Sid has a lot of fans. Sid, I met a lot of people in the PR world were asking me about who's that, who's that chick you do the video cast with? I said, you just st- stay over there, dudes. Even the women, you're, you're very popular. They're like, I cannot name the individual because you'll all know who he is. But he says, where's she live? I said, Denver. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should visit Denver. I'm like, gee, many crickets, you people, Ugh. the trollops of the racing world. Um, yeah, yeah. What can I say? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna leave that alone. I, I believe uh, he is on the line. That would be the uh, omnipresent photo Joe Star from BigWestRacing.com. Uh, is it snowing at your house, Joe? Out of the basement in a while. <laughs> You're, so it's it's, it's not, cold. Yeah, I know. It's, we're supposed to snow tonight or something stupid like that, right? Yeah, it's, uh, they're talking about the snow with a couple of inches sticking on the ground. Oh, God. I'm going back to Long Beach. And all that's affected this weekend's uh, local stuff. Uh, yeah. Racing and uh, practice schedules and things like that. Well, I mean, it's around the country. Uh, World Outlaws were canceled at Knoxville uh, last, last weekend. And, uh, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, uh, Texarkana 67 Speedway called due to wet forecast. I mean, it's just, this is, this sucks. I am not um, happy about it, but what, what can I say? But I did see a Big West Racing today that uh, Knoxville, that USA, because USA Today and Gannett Media are now media partners of ours, that Knoxville ranked number three of the top ten races, the best races in, in the good old North America. And I, I have to completely agree with that. 
Well, uh, number one, and uh, if you haven't looked since uh, you've been on the air, of course, uh, the number one uh, racing venue or the number one event in the country by the same survey as the Indianapolis 500. The greatest spectacle in racing. Uh, and then the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb came fourth. But that's I think that's just because it's 102, year, 102 years old. Indy's, Indy be 107 this year. But because t- the, the hill climb is a tough, a tough read. You've got to be hardcore. Well, it's all subjective. I mean, you know, obviously uh, the NASCAR people will be raising their hands talking about uh, the Daytona 500 or perhaps the race at North Wilkesboro, the all-star race, bringing North Wilkesboro back into the fold this year. Yeah. Um, the street race coming up in Chicago, uh, NASCAR is at least excited about it. Uh, um, I'm not sure whether they're advertising the racing or the, all the concerts they've got going with it, but uh, they say it's the first uh, street race in 75-year history. Uh, maybe at the cup level, but I know that they've run the, uh, the 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 West Tour on the streets in Los yes. Angeles before. Yes, and they ran West cars here. I think uh, the Denver Grand Prix one year. They might have. Yeah, I did. I only went to two out of the four that they've had here. Uh, the first two I I got credentials for, and the second two that they ran around the Aurora campus. Uh, um, they gratefully had decided that I shouldn't come, and uh, which kept me uh, from having to try and juggle. Uh, yeah. Shooting that and the the races uh, where I normally shoot on Saturday night. Well, and I didn't even know you then. I don't think because I I and I announced them. That was that was that would have been a real easy handshake to make happen for you. But if we ever get a Denver Grand Prix again, not going to happen. I actually sat. I put together sat on an advisory board about a decade ago with some very famous Colorado racers, where we were putting together a steering committee to because I mean Champ Car loved coming here. Indy Car. Would love to come here because, um, you know, it's a destination, much like the NHRA and that, you know, circus loves coming here. Not much longer. Uh, I know that story's on Big West today. Uh, you re- called me first thing this morning. I When I saw it was you, I, I knew it was it about because I pretty much learned last night, uh, late, not that late in the evening, that it was a done deal. And so I was just waiting for it to be official. Well, it's something that's been speculated for a long time, and uh, I, I think we all knew it was coming. It was just a matter of time, and uh, uh, there were rumors floating around about uh, um, no contract been signed for the Mile High Nationals for 2024. Again, rumors, uh, nothing that I wanted to put out or talk about uh, mm-hmm. because it was just, in fact, rumors. Yeah. Uh, the Bandemir family made the announcement today, and uh, um, you know, I tried to piece together a story. I didn't try and call John or Tammy or Sporty or any of them because I figured the phone's ringing off the hook for them. Yeah. I did get some calls from some other media outlets here in Denver, and I've tried to get them hooked up with some racers out at Bandemir for their stories. And uh, um, It's a sad day that the Bandemir Speedway is going to be closing. But with with the closing of Bandemir Speedway, it opens up an opportunity, especially for the Bandemir family when they're talking about trying to find a new location and build a new venue that perhaps um, perhaps it can be a true motorsports park where they've got oval track racing, off-road racing, uh, uh, road course, all of that stuff all tied together. Well, now, when I moved here, uh, I remember, I remember there had been a big brouhaha involving Pikes Peak International Raceway and, and Bandera Speedway and stuff about, you know, and, and a lot of mud throwing and a lot of uh, fog and mist um, that was, you know, not very... Well, it wasn't, it wasn't good for, for racing, but it, that, that happened. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, as, as, as great a job as they do, the time and energy, as energy being key word there, and, you know, stick to itness 
to do a startup and start all over again. I don't know. It's 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 hard. There's many times that I beat the Mile High Nationals, and I see Sporty or back then when Jeff Sipes was there. Uh, you know, look at them on a Saturday night at the end of the night, and we still got a day to go, right? And they just looked knackered. I mean, because they've been at it all week long, and it's it it's hot, it's sticky. No matter what the weather, it could be snowing the week before the Mile Highs. Mile High week, one o two, humid. And exhausting. Well, it, it is hard work. Uh, contrary to what some people believe, it is very hard work to uh, to be able to put on an event like that and uh, get it to come off without any without any hitches. And and again, there's always going to be hitches, and it's a matter of what you do to fix those things. And uh, uh, when I've gone to the Mile High Nationals and different things like that, I spend more time looking at what they're doing than watching the uh, the races because everybody jumps up. Okay, four seconds later, it's done. Right. Uh, five, is it five seconds? Whatever it is to, to, to run a quarter of a mile at 300 miles an hour. Um, it's exciting and everything. Um, but I, I spend more time looking at seeing what they're doing and how they're doing some things. And there's a lot to be learned with, with what they do. Now, as far as, uh, you know, I think when you came to Denver, we had the Penske was going to try and do the world. Uh, That's right. You hit out it. there in Aurora, and there uh, was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Pikes Peak was already in there, and those people were dead set against having the, a track built in the Aurora area. And then they, the so NIMBYs are the people uh, in Aurora, Aurora, by the way. Some of them didn't want it there either. But, you know, I, I said it then, I'll say it now. Uh, at the time, you would have gotten two uh, cup races a year, and that would have been like having a Super Bowl each time. So the fact that they didn't need that kind of income in Aurora, so be it. Yeah, that's. I said that with Vic Lombardi years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing the post Daytona 500, I said it two years in a row. Um, yeah, and the NIMBYs didn't want it either, not in my backyards, because they all said, you know, everybody that's an NASCAR fan's got a got an empty handle of Jack Daniels, a, uh, a stained wife beater, and a pig. So you know, well, I'm a NASCAR fan, and I've got two college degrees. Uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't drink alcohol, I don't smoke dope, I have no tattoos, no piercings, and uh, let's see what else. I don't use recreational drugs. So, See, I'd heard you know, that. I'd, I've not heard that about you before. You're breaking some news here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm as straight as a string, I guess, or, or maybe I'm boring. I don't know which. But, you know, you can stand next to me on some Saturday night, and we can talk about it at yeah. that point. Oh, boy. That'd uh, be fun. Hey, didn't we have fun? We're talking to Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Phenomenal site. Uh, read it. Um, they, they just do a, a super job. But didn't we have fun in Calhoun? What a hoot that was. And talk about a crowd. Katie, bar the freaking door. Well, we're going to do it all again. And uh, uh, what next, not this weekend, but next weekend at uh, Phillips County Raceway, which is the is a faster track than El Paso County because it's a three-eighths of a mile. Uh, and believe me, the, the young men, and I'll just call them farmers out there, they know how to prepare that track. There's been times out there where we run the track, we've got no dust at all. Um, then again, you know, it is Colorado. We have beautiful sunshine. and uh, Where? A slight breeze, and well, we don't have it right now, but we, normally we do 300 times a year. I don't think um, that's. Our, I, don't, I don't. I think that record has been shattered. Yeah, I don't. Think <laughs> we've had seven months of freaking winter. I'm, I'm over it. But you know, I, I'm looking forward to going up and seeing Sammy Swindell again on Friday. Um, I got my book. We got my oh, book yeah. in the mail today from uh, American. What do they call the museum there in uh, in Lincoln? Uh, American Museum of Speed. That place um, is unbelievable. I went to well, go for an hour, got, and I left Knoxville heading to Lakeside when I got your T-shirt. I was there for like three hours, and I saw just a smidgen of the place. It is a – I mean, if, if anybody's going to go to Lincoln, you have to go to Virginia's for breakfast. It's like 100-year-old hot spot. 
And two minutes away is that museum because it's unbelievable. Joey, we're, we're on the break, so I know you're going to stick around through the break with us, but we're talking to Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. We'll talk more. Calhan, we'll get to do some local Joe stuff here. We may even talk a little bit of cup racing, too. It's Race Central, the radio, brought to you by our great friends and partners at Coyote Motorsports, Cole Pars, Hobbytown, North Star Liquors. Drive a little, save a ton. NorthStarLiquor.com on the web. I'm the insider. We're wrapping up the show. It's Race Central. So drive from 3 to 5. We'll be back after this. Star, BigWestRacing.com joining us again. Support the people that support us. Our new partner, North Star Liquor Superstore, 30,000 square feet of everything you can imagine. Five stars on Yelp. Drive a little, save a ton. They've got it all. Conduction food, cigars for you, too. It's the real deal. I went up there and uh, surveyed the platform, and I'm happy to say uh, partake in the uh, products that they, uh, that they offer, but I also got that real good uh, caramel popcorn, and I get all my licorice up there, and all, all the good stuff that's good for me. Coyote Motorsports, Denver's only star certified dealer, 0% financing, everything in stock. CF Motos, they've got them when other people don't. Short drive up by 25, just get off at 58th right there, turn right, or on the web at coyotemotorsports.com. Also, Cole Pars Hobbytown, as we like to call it, Fred's Place. If they don't have it, probably doesn't exist. Don't buy from mysterious people online, get broken stuff, the wrong stuff, and good luck getting your money back. Go deal with the pros. ColeParsHobbyTown.com. Uh, Photo Joe Star with us as we could do a last segment. Um, yeah, so, uh, but next weekend's it's, it's kind of, well, Joey kicked the season off a few weeks ago. Uh, big crowd at Calham, hell of a show, and Nick Haygood, nice drive. I don't, I mean, he wasn't going to catch, well, he might have caught Sammy, maybe, but then he has to get around him. But a good drive by Nick Haygood. Haygood is underrated. Uh, he is he's a he's a ringer. Uh, he's he's quite a shoe. Now again, that uh, that race, uh, he was right there. Now the young man that brought the car for Sammy, um, Zach, the, Blue, um, the Bluefords. But yeah, he brought it, and he was only running a three hundred five in his, and he was right up there. He finished third, I believe it was. Now again, I think that there might have been a little difference if uh, if uh, Brian Gossel hadn't decided oh, to uh, to go upside down there on the front straightaway. That was pretty spectacular, actually. That was a big hit. But the, both the Gossels, uh, his son too, uh, and I I talked to them at great length. What a neat, neat family. I we've been Facebook friends forever. It's the first time we finally met, and uh, man, they there. That's a neat family, and boy, are they they're fast. Yeah, Austin was involved in that crash where Randy Whitman got upside down and. Uh, um, you know, and again, the Gossels loaned uh, loaned out a manifold. Was it a manifold? Magneto yep. to uh, to Jeff when he was having problems with his car, and then uh, when uh, uh, the young man Bra- Brady uh, Cox, I believe it was in the forty-five, got oh, upside boy. down, uh, the Gossels loaned him a wing uh, when he came back to run the feature event. Yeah, it's, I was in the tower. I was making fun because I, I was calling it like the aggregate seventy-two car or something. Because yeah, the tail <laughs> tank said forty-five and. Gossel loaned him the wing, which was a 17, so 45, 55. It was 30. a 16. 16, is that what it was? Okay, I can't. Yeah, so we had three number 16, three yeah. wings on the cars with 16 on them, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I bet you had a lot wing. of fun with that one. Yeah, his nose wing got all tore off, too, but uh, that, was, that was a good show. And 5,500 people or so, uh, I, I've never seen that many people there. It was bigger than the, even the World Outlaw show. 
it was they they filled up the grandstand which the grandstand holds over 5000 people and they filled all that up and then they had the people standing room only along the front of the grandstands cuz the grandstands elevated so the ones that were standing weren't in the way of the uh, the other folks and then the pits were packed um, the grandstand in the pit was completely full, and I think people were sitting on the water truck or so on yeah. the back straightaway. Yeah, and that and the back grandstand there over by um, the entrance to the pits, that was full. I've never mm-hmm. seen that many cars there. And, I mean, trying to, I mean, make anything out, which I think was smart. They had them pit out over on the backside because that, there's just no way you're going to line up all those cars and get into the pits without something happening. It was quite a show, and it uh you know, and it was a long show. It was uh, unfortunately we had a little dust, and but you know when you when the sun's shining and you got a breeze, and and you're at this for what six or seven hours, it, it's it's inevitable. You, you, there's nothing they could do. I mean, you, you couldn't water the track enough or long enough to get it to to stay stay that way because I mean it's just it's Colorado. Yeah, well they did a good job too because they still got some they still got. Uh, um, um, Coming off at two, everybody was was you know diamonding that corner off and getting some grip up on the cushion off the and that's what what uh, Sammy told me after the race. He's yeah, I just I I I found a really good line there. I just back it in and it hook up and just boom, launch him down uh, the backstretch, which is why he was able to kind of drive away from everybody because Haygood was running him down, but Haygood chased him into one and Sammy get that big launch and it was just you know see you later. But it was a hell of a show, you know. It was, and uh, you know what Joey told me was that you know we only had well I shouldn't say only we had 22 or 23 cars in the pits, and uh, uh, we were expecting over 30. But uh, the weather conditions, other in places other than Colorado, kept some of those guys from being able to make it. And Joey seems to think that, or has told me that he thinks that um, there'll be more cars at uh, Phillips County than there were at uh, Calhan. There was 100, 121 entries. Between all the classes well, for that, yeah, I was, I was just talking about the sprint cars. No, but, I know, uh, but I mean, that's, yeah, there was a lot of a lot oh. of cars there, and uh, um, like I say, they put on a great show. Yeah, they really did. So uh, next weekend is kind of a fun time around here. We got uh, uh, Friday and Saturday at Phillips County for the sprint cars, and then we got a little thing going on just up the up, just up the highway here. Yeah, they'll open their season also, and uh, that's why I won't be at Phillips County on Saturday. So I've got to, I've talked to some people to cover that for me, um, or to cover it. I guess maybe I shouldn't say for me, uh, <laughs> for Joey. Yeah. Um, and and you know we've got that going on, and of course we've still got practice going on for uh, at at the I seventy six Speedway. They've got practice this Sunday, and then they've got another practice the uh, the Sunday after that, and then they'll open their season in May. I think I seventy six is like there's a black hole in the universe above it. No matter how much it rains anywhere in the state, I-76 is always a dust bowl. Well, <laughs> you know, it. Uh, he was he was pulling off uh, four foot snowdrifts in order to be able to get him to be able to hot lap uh, or to be able to run that race. Uh, what was it, April second, I believe it was. Oh my uh, he still had a lot of snow on the track. They had to get off. So they, you know, when you've got that much moisture and everything on there, sometimes the track gets a little rutted. Yeah. Little. But when we were out there for practice last Sunday, it was a lot better. So, uh, and something's going on tomorrow at Colorado National Speedway. Is that open to the public? Yes. The uh, Celebration of Life for uh, Jeremiah Witherwax will be at, excuse me, there's nothing going on at Colorado National oh, Speedway Sunday, t- tomorrow. Sunday, 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 yes. So they'll uh, they'll practice. Uh, they've changed the schedule. They moved the, the, the practice from Saturday to Sunday. Um, I believe they're going to, the pits open at 9. They're going to practice from 10 until 2, and then at 2 o'clock, uh, we will do the uh, Celebration of Life for Jeremiah Witherwax, which is originally scheduled to be at 1 o'clock. But 
you know, the weather and everything. So they combined the two and, uh, um, you know, everybody that knew Jeremiah or anybody that, you know, wants to honor the Jeremiah or his family is welcome to bring a street car up, a street rod, street car, a hot rod, and uh, they'll be they'll run some laps on the track. I just say, uh, yeah, you can bring your car up there and take some laps at Colorado National and, uh, you know, have a hot dog, hamburger, whatever the deal is. It should be a lot of fun. Well, it's the racer's appreciation thing, so there's going to be a barbecue uh, uh, for the people that are in the pits, and uh, um, then I guess there's a there's a thing called stereo collision, or is it collision stereo, whatever? Um, a band. <laughs> it's a middle-aged rock and roll band, I think. I, I I really don't know much about them. We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, <laughs> Sunday will be a much better. Well, it'll be a better day than Saturday, and. Uh, um, It'll just be a fun time, and then they're going to start their season the next weekend on Saturday. Well, I'm, I'm planning on coming up. Um, uh, might bring AJ up or something, but I bet if it's a barbecue, I know Famous Dave's is a partner with uh, CNS, so it'll be some good Famous Dave's barbecue or whatever, but I, I'm planning on going to see that. Uh, Joey, I uh, love having you join the programs. It's Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Read it. It's a great site. Joe, I'll see you uh, Sunday. And I want to see you wearing that Lakeside T-shirt sometime, you know? Jesus, try me. Uh, it might need to get a little warmer before I'm wearing the T-shirt. No, no kidding. Joey, have a great weekend. Say hi to Marianne. I'll see you on Sunday. See you then. All right. Uh, it is. Let's put a wrap on it. Uh, the best two hours of motorsports talk you're ever going to hear. It is Race Central. It's a drive from 3 to 5 on AM 1600 ESPN Radio. FM 104.3, the fan HD2. You can uh, listen to us streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. You can also listen to us on denversports.com. You can get the app and just take us everywhere. Uh, I want to thank uh, my good friend Keith for uh, keeping me in line, getting my drag race and facts and figures. Uh, he said I was I was spot on, on point about Leah. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. What the heck? Just an old guy happy to be alive. Hey, have a great weekend. Do something nice for somebody. Uh, and, uh, you know, what can I say? We'll see you back here next Friday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Have a great weekend. See you.